0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears.
1: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree
0: you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee.
1: Alright guys, so I'm in my hotel room, UFC 284 was last night, you got me a full on vacation mode, but the fights were done so late on the East Coast, it's actually crazy how East Coast fight fans can go through this every single time. We were done at 1.30 and it was actually a fast pay-per-view, so uh, late night, I got some rest, got my mind cleared, and I wanted to talk about all that happened last night. You know, all very rarely do I get to sit back and watch a fight as a fan because I'm generally calling the fights, but last night I sat here with my son, a few of my friends, and we watched the fights on my my computer. And I'll be honest with you, we have seen now multiple champion versus champion fights. We have seen guys chase double champion status. We have seen guys achieve double champion status. We have seen women achieve double champion status, but I don't know, or I can say pretty surely that that was the best champion versus champion fight that we have ever seen. And I took part in one. Conor McGregor was a wipeout against Eddie Alvarez. Steve and I were competitive until the knockout, but it was a one round fight. Amanda Nunez knocked out Chris Cyborg in the first round. Henry Cejudo showed guts to come back and beat Marlon Rice, but it was a very quick fight. It wasn't 25 minutes, and it wasn't back and forth. One of the things we said a lot in the build to this fight was Alexander Volkanovsky is the number one powerful fighter in the world for a reason. And last night, he showed that. He was the first person since, uh, I mean, even Martins. Right? He didn't make Islam look human. He just knocked him out. Alexander Volkanovsky was the first person to make Islam Makachev look human. Granted, he made him look human. But he still didn't win the fight. And I think I think because of the praise and the admiration that Alexander gets for his performance, I think it speaks to how special Makachev is. Now, First round, very competitive round. Makachev gets knocked down, uh, gets back up, and knocks Volkanovski down. Gets a takedown, has some ground control. Round one goes to Makachev. Round two, Makachev drops Volkanovski again, or if not drops him, he hurts him. Volkanovski in round three comes back like a bat out of hell, wins that round. Round four, Makachev gets another takedown on a beautifully timed shot. Controls him the vast majority of the round. Round ends with Makachev on top. At that point, I think 3-1 going into round five. Round five, Alexander Volkanovsky goes to his corner, tells him, acknowledges, hey, I'm behind. I got to go for it. And that's exactly what he does. He goes into that round five and once again shows that he never gets tired. I don't understand how this guy fights at the pace that he fights at and he never gets tired. And he ends the fight on top. It was amazing to see the lack of respect that people gave Volkanovski going into the fight. Considering his status in the game. I thought he did one thing very, very well. When he would get taken down. Volkanovski would immediately give his back. Against the side of Yakov So he could right to the hand control. These guys prepared very, very well. For the game of Makachev. He was not trying to grapple he was not trying to do jujitsu he was saying to himself right away up up hand fight get back to my feet he did it beautifully the entirety of the fight every time he got taken out he went right to give his back got to the hands got to the defenses and got himself away from islam akachev but i think one of the things we kind of are missing in this is that for as great as volkanovsky fought right and he did fight great. For as great as he fought, Makhachev fought for extended periods of time on his feet. And for so many people, and for so long, people talk about it's wrestle or nothing for Makhachev. But it wasn't just wrestle or nothing for Makhachev. It was wrestle, if you could, but then it was stand and strike if you needed to. And that's exactly what he had to do for long periods of time in this fight. He was forced to stand with Alexander Volkanovsky, and did very well. He had an outstanding strike percentage. He was landing a lot of the real damage shots and he won the fight. So the, the feigned outrage that was online was unfair because it's not real. It's not real. There was no reason for people to seem upset at the result of that fight because Makachev won. He won the fight three rounds to two, in my opinion. The judge that scored at 49-46, it's just a bad scorecard. He didn't win all four. He didn't win four to five rounds. But there were close rounds. But Volkanovsky won round five going away. Makachev started strong in round five, but he won round five going away. And in round three, Makachev lost that round. It felt like Volkanovski round. Now, maybe that's because we felt like Islam was winning. And when you're in one of these fights, and it seems like one more competitive than the rest, you want to kind of score one for the other guy. But I thought, I thought Alexander won that round. I thought he won round three. And I thought that he won round five, uh, pretty convincingly round five, pretty convincingly for sure. Round three was still a competitive round. But I thought Alexander Volkanovski won it. All in all, Great fight. This was a tremendous fight. And to to be this early in the year, this one has potential because of who they are to still be in the mix for fight of the year by the end of the year, which was amazing. But I tell you this much. The people that were closest to Makachev expected a very tough fight. This did not surprise him. But he won that fight. Three rounds to two. And I think the praise that Alexander is receiving is warranted. But it also speaks to the greatness of Islam Makhachev. co main event, Yair Rodriguez looked like a world-beater. You know, he went out there against Josh Emmett, and honestly, I knew, or at least I thought, going into the fight, this is a stylistically tough match for Josh because I knew that he had to get to Yair, and Yair's not very easy to get to. Yair's so uh, creative, he's so diverse, he can switch... But the moment he started going southpaw and digging those body kicks, I was like, "Oh man, Emmett's in trouble." I knew right, I knew right away Emmett was in trouble because he didn't seem to have an answer. And when that first body kick landed, it folded him over very quickly. When you get folded over on the first body kick and you have a 24, 23 minutes left to go in the fight, that's a very bad sign. very bad sign. And this guy was mixing up his attacks. Then when he would get to Josh and he would hit him with a body shot or he'd hurt him and he'd fold him over a little bit, he would go elbowing. Bam. And for the amount of time that was left in the round, for Emmett to tap, it tells you that he recognized that there was nothing he was going to do against Shair Rodriguez that was going to change the way that the fight was playing out. Because he could have survived. Honestly, he could have survived to the end of the round and, and, and went back out there and took more of a beating. But I think he understood. I mean, the submission. This guy's on a different level tonight, and I don't think I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to him. Tap late in the round. Not calling. Not saying he just gave up. But I'm saying, recognize, man, this is going sideways. I don't know what I'm gonna change because he hit him with his best shot. It's not like Emmett didn't land. Emmett landed big shots, but Yair was just—he was just on his game last night. But you could tell right away, guys. I coached on the Ultimate Fighter Latin America with Cain Velasquez. And you could tell that this kid was special. He just had something about him. He had a star quality about him. He had a fighting ability about him. You could just tell that this kid was a little different than the rest. And now he finds himself as the UFC interim champion. And immediately, I'm in this group message, and everybody's going, Wow, does does Alexander beat Yair? Yair looks amazing. Like, does he really beat Yair? But then 10 minutes later, Alexander fights, and you go, This is why he's the best featherweight in the world. Like, I mean, are these guys really going to be able to beat him? So it makes for an interesting matchup between these two. And that's what we need, right? Especially following the trilogy that was Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky. It seemed like the division was tied between those two for a long time. To get a Yair Rodriguez in that form tells you that there's viable contenders for the champion going back down. But after last night, I mean... You got two great fighters, but I'm still looking at Alexander Volkanovsky like, man, this dude is the real deal. Jack Della Lena, <laughs> That's how you say his name. Knocking out Randy Brown. This kid has a ton of hype behind him, and he, it's warranted. He looked fantastic, and he's looked like that since he started into the UFC. I remember his first fighter meeting, and they were telling me, John Anik is the smartest guy. He knows everything about everybody. Even when these guys are debuting, he just knows them. And he goes, this kid, D.C., this kid can fight. And I watched him, I called his fight, and I go, wow, he, he's pretty good. And then he fought again, and I'm like, this dude's pretty good. And then last night, what he did to Randy Brown was super impressive. That was amazing to watch Alonzo Minifield and uh, Jimmy Cruz. That was a good fight, but, it, you know, I enjoyed watching those guys fight. But sometimes with these young athletes, they get a little bit excited, and they just kind of First off, they enter the gas tank when they shouldn't. But Jimmy Crude needed to be a little bit more patient in his approach. But it was good because Alonzo Middlefield showed improvements. Because before, his fatigue would get so great that he couldn't even operate anymore. He was able to operate yesterday and give himself an opportunity. He wanted to fight. Without the point deduction, he wanted to fight. But I do agree with the point deduction. You don't need a warrant. You don't need to go Oh, hard warning. You grab the fence in that way. That hard, ding him, right away. It'll make guys stop doing this shit. Because the reality is, it's too easy to stop a position from occurring, get a hard warning, and just go back to work. And then we saw it late in the round. Mennefield never got back up. If he got that take down there, maybe Crew wins that that, that round. So, love that. I love the point deduction right away. You don't mess around when it comes to that. Look, overall, just a fantastic fight card. I mean... Justin Toffa about killed my man uh, Parker Porter. I mean, Justin Toffa about killed my man Parker Porter. Like, Parker Porter has been knocked out clean a lot of times. And that one last night was crazy. How about these Australian guys? How do they, they have so much power? These Australian guys have some tremendous power. That was on full display last night with Justin Taffa. Look, when you get a fight card that speeds the way it did last night, it's always tremendous. But I'm telling you, my... Lasting impression of last night was, will we ever get a champion versus champion better than this? Because it was evenly matched. Alexander Volkanovski told anyone that would listen, hey, I'm gonna beat this guy. And he went in there with the intentions to do that. But at the end of the day, Islam Akachev won the fight. He did what he needed to do and showed improvements and showed that he's better in every aspect of mixed martial arts than he was prior. it'll be very difficult and i got some text messages from managers last night telling me they got a few lightweights that are going to challenge makachev i'll be honest with you man i don't know if those guys will challenge him to the degree that he got challenged last night because alexander volkanovsky is the man and islam makachev is the man we saw the two best fighters in the world last night and it was on full display guys there's a world in which alexander would stay number one Pom up And nobody would complain because he showed last night his fighting style translates weight classes. We'll just have to see if Islam can do the same thing as he ages in his career. Overall, a great night. I'm going to go and finish my vacation. Luna's starting to uh, get mad in the the room next door. So I got to go and see what she's doing. But tremendous night from Australia. And what about that? That crowd was on fire last night from start to finish. Unbelievable. Guys, like, subscribe. Tell your friend to tell your friend that I got a YouTube channel for recaps, interviews, everything. Go to DC's YouTube. And also, follow the volume. Till next time, guys. Peace.
0: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com.